Last week, we went four and two in our podcast picks for the wild card rounds of the NFL playoffs. This week, we talk about the divisional round. Four games coming this weekend. Scott and Johnny join me to break it all down. Can we expect the Tennessee Titans, who are the maybe the worst number one seed we've seen in a long time, to take down the Bengals after their huge win last week? What do we expect from Aaron Rodgers coming off a bye? Can Jimmy G keep it going? Uh, the Rams going to Tampa in a game that I think really favors the Rams to keep it close and maybe win that game. And then probably the game of the year, the Bills and the Chiefs on Sunday night. I can't think of a better game on paper uh, the last few years of NFL playoff games. So this should be awesome. We break it all down. Coming up next. Welcome to Your Best Bets, NFL Playoff Divisional Rounds. Four games coming this weekend, Saturday 4.30 through Sunday at 6.30. The focus of the sports world will again be on the NFL playoffs. Things are really ramping up. I'm hopeful this weekend there's a better slate of games than we had last weekend. Really, I don't don't know if any of the games were actually that good. Um, There were two close games but the quality of the games really weren't weren't very good and uh hopefully we we see some better action this weekend uh joining me to break down the divisional round and give our thoughts and our picks scott barnett is here he's been on a couple nfl shows scott welcome back nice to be here nice to be here johnny strauser is Back on his second NFL show, um, Johnny. The you know we didn't have a golf show this week. The Hideki Matsuyama pick. You, you're gonna you're gonna live off of that one for a while, and then you followed up with the Matt Wolf pick uh, this week. So good call. Can, can we just enjoy the the Matsuyama pick? And and you know I'm blaming it on not having a show this week. So I just I, I wasn't able to to pick very well. So hopefully nobody really saw that. Um, and if if you guys did, I, I apologize. But hopefully hopefully uh, people followed the Matsuyama pick and got paid because uh, plus eighteen hundred that was pretty good, uh, pretty nice little win there. I just wanted to bring you down a little bit off Thank you. off of your high. But no, honestly, that was that was a great call. I, I didn't see that one coming at all, especially heading into Sunday. And uh, uh, yeah, plus eighteen hundred, uh, another another win bet for the podcast so that is uh it's a good thing for us uh i'm in a good mood guys uh huge 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 iu uh basketball win over our rival purdue uh we lost nine straight coming into tonight so i'm we're literally recording this the second after it ended it was down to the wire um so i'm feeling good i'm feeling positive i'm ready to get into these nfl games so let's start with the saturday game at 4:30 it's the cincinnati bengals at the tennessee titans uh this game is currently at uh the titans favored by three and a half over under at 48 the uh the 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 bets and the money are coming in on the Titans at this point, 62% of the bets on the Titans, 85% of the money is on the Tennessee Titans as well. Um, we have Derek Henry, of course, coming back uh, from a long layoff, I think about eight, about eight to 10 weeks. I don't have the exact number in front of me. Um, obviously that is the huge uh, news of this game. Um, there are, Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, and Julio Jones have played so few snaps together, but I saw a stat that the snaps they have played together this year, they're averaging seven yards per play, which is astronomical. Um, Tennessee might be statistically one of the worst number one seeds we've seen in the last 30 years of the NFL. Um, played a favorable schedule down the stretch, but here they are. And, of course, coming, uh, you know, coming into the Cincinnati game with rest, they're getting healthy. 
And uh, they got a little bit of that no one believes in this vibe. And then conversely, the Bengals coming off their first playoff win in 31 years, um, you know, beating the Raiders last week. It kind of feels like that was uh, almost like a Super Bowl win for them in in a way. Um, Devastating offense at times, um, maybe a bit of an inconsistent defense. Those are my initial thoughts. Uh, Johnny, initial thoughts on this game. Um, what are you seeing as far as uh, uh, what's what's going to happen on both sides of the ball in this game? Well, I mean, first, let, let's just say I think we've got we're going to have four good games. I think in what what the what lacked last week in in kind of very, very, very mediocre games. Um, these are some really, really good matchups here. And, you know, I think the sexy pick is is picking Joe Joe Burrow uh picking that offense I mean they've got they can move the ball they've got the great receivers and and they can run it with Mixon and they can put up some points there but um I think the Titans are going to play that that kind of disrespected role um I saw a stat that uh that Mike Vrabel when he has more than eight days off uh his team is they are I think seven and oh against the spread and then seven and oh straight up as well. So, you know, he, he's always been a very prepared coach um, getting Derrick Henry back, I think is going to end up being the X factor. Assuming he plays um, I think they're going to control the game uh, quite well. I, I do expect a lot of points though, because I mean, I think the defenses are both pretty suspect, but um, you know, Joe Burrow has proven that he can move the ball. Um, you know, and I, I absolutely love the guy. Like when he came out of LSU, he was the guy, I know they've talked about the, you know, the other young quarterbacks and everything like that, but he's always kind of been the guy who's caught my eye and really playing like it, you know, this, uh, this basically this back half of this year here, but, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of, of reasons to bet Cincinnati cause they are the dog and they're, they're, you know, they're getting three and a half, but I, I think the Titans are going to end up winning this, um, I feel pretty good about the Titans minus three and a half. I'd love it if it can get to three and that's probably when I'll hammer it. Also, I do like um, the, the over in this game. Um, I know it was at 47 or 47 and a half. It's moved up to 48. Um, this is one that I think is going to hit the over here. So one, th- the, the plays I'm going to look at are, Titans minus three and a half for full game. I also like their first half covers while, which I believe was two and a half. Um, I'm looking at the over on this game. And then the one that I like here is uh, a division special bet where they've got uh, most receiving yards of all the game, uh, of all the players in all the games, uh, Jamar chase at plus 800, even though I don't think they win. I think he, gets he goes off like like he has been it was actually at a plus a thousand when i bet it it's down to plus 800 but i think it's got tremendous value um he'll be probably first or second at that so i'm on the titans this week i don't like to say i'm on the titans because i'm I'm a big borough fan but everything points towards tennessee this week uh, you mentioned Mike Mike Vrabel off a of bye, a career four and zero straight up and against the spread off a of bye, and and he's beating the number by an average of nineteen points. Um, so he's not only covering, wow. he's covering by a mile. Wow! Um, so that's an interesting number. Um, Scott, the Titans. I, I mentioned it. They're, they're finished twentieth in DVOA, which is an advanced metric. Um, that's that's not great for a number one seed. Um, but there are some there's there is some things lining up for them in this game, is there not? Oh, there's a lot of things lining up for for the Titans. Number one, I mean, you can't you can't make light of Henry coming back, right? I, I saw his interview the other day. They asked him, you know, because he's been in full pads this week, and uh, they asked him, you know, is he going to play? And and uh, he gave a wry smile uh, that he's going to be there and he's going to be strong. Is what it is. But in a lot of ways, I think his absence made the team a lot stronger, right? So they learned how to live without him for a while. And now he's going to be the complement instead of having to run the whole load all by himself, right? Um, Vrabel is, is right from the Belichick uh, roadmap. So he's, you know he's going to be solid all the way. I've talked to Johnny about this many times, and I think you feel as well. 
I really believe that a team like the Titans built the way they are, tough defense, run first mentality, run the clock out on you. I believe that that type of football, special teams doesn't make mistakes. They, they very rarely uh, shoot themselves in the foot with penalties and, and, and such. That kind of team can beat any team. I don't care what your offense is. And really their defense is not touted as much as it should be. They've got 43 sacks this during the regular season this year. 43, that, that's, that's pretty doggone good. I think they're going to be in Burroughs' uh, zone a lot, uh, and I believe that the Titans are, are going to cover the three-and-a-half easily. I do not think, though, I, I hate to disagree with Johnny, but I don't believe that it's going to be the high-scoring game that, that, that maybe he thinks it is. I'm not betting the over on this. I'm betting the under, but I'm betting the Titans as well. The I, I think the Titans' run defense is is very stout. I ex, I expect them to force Burrow to throw the ball. Um, I wrote down look look for Burrow to go over his thirty five and a half passing attempts in this game. I would take the over there. I would feel comfortable with that. Um, this defense might be the best that Burrow's faced in the last few weeks. Um, Something concerning to me last week about about that game against the Raiders. The Raiders were only one of five converting touchdowns in the red zone last week. I think the Bengals were a little fortunate to win that game. Um, to be quite honest with you, mm-hmm. uh, and, and to me, I think this is a bad matchup for the Bengals. I really do. Um, I actually, I, I would prefer them playing against the Bills and the Chiefs and just a, a, just a pure shootout. I think the Titans are so physical. They want to control the ball. They want to control the clock. And if you see a couple quick three and outs from the Bengals early in this game, uh, it's going to play right in the Titans' hands. I mean, I, I would not be surprised to see something like 17-0 midway through the second quarter of this game. Um, and I'm a very big believer on uh, – and the, I, this is the reason I picked the Bengals last week against the Raiders. You have that emotional high – and and the next week there's just it's just a natural thing to have a bit of a letdown. And uh, as far as a betting is concerned, I, I mean I, I think it plays and I think this is a great number. I was really surprised it was this low to be honest with you. I thought it'd be four and a half or five. So I think you're getting a couple points of value with all that considered. The bye week, Henry Vrabel's great record off a of bye, um, and the physicality the Titans play with. I love the Titans. This week, I hate them to win the Super Bowl. I hate them to win next week's game, but I love them this week as well. So clean sweep on this one for us. Um, I probably won't touch the number, but I'd probably go with Scott and lean the under here um, if I had to play it. But I, I expect to play a couple of props instead. And, uh, you know, a couple of the ones I've mentioned there. Anything else on this game? By the way, is there any how, how many quarterbacks are you guys taking in front of Joe Burrow right now? Left in the playoffs? Um, yeah, actually, yeah. Well, I put Brady ahead. Uh, I put Rodgers ahead. I put Mahomes ahead. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, yeah. Uh, Josh, Josh Allen. Allen ahead. So four guys. But I've. Yeah, but but I don't think that that's as much of a, a of a detriment to Burrow as it is while the playoffs has the great quarterbacks left in it. Yeah. Yeah. And in general, I, I kind of asked that question just, just in the entirety of the NFL. I mean, I can't think of many guys I'd want right now to start my franchise with over Burrow. I, I you know, the guys we mentioned, but not Brady, not Rogers. I mean, you, it, it might be a Mahomes Allen sort of thing. That's the only guys you might take ahead of him right now. If you're starting a, a franchise, Johnny. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, like I said, I the the way he played and as good as he looked at LSU, I kind of I kind of had that man crush on him at that point. I mean, he had me kind of smitten as far as as how a quarterback should play and how he balled out in the uh, in the playoffs and everything. And he looked pretty good um, his rookie year until he until he blew his knee out. Um, I remember very early in the season when he started to play well. I put a, a offensive rookie of the year. Um, future on him and of course after the injury you know 
Herbert plays really well and you know everybody you know goes gaga over him I think both of those guys are you know are going to be elite at some point but you know I think uh, I think the coaching staff I think this this Bengals coaching staff is actually going to be pretty good and uh, they're going to end up you know getting the right pieces and they got the offensive mind um, unlike what what uh, um, Herbert's had to deal with with uh, you know, with his, both head coaches, he's had to play with. So, you know, it's uh, he he's one of the guys. You know, definitely, pro- I would say in my top three of guys like who I'd want to draft and lead my franchise for the next, like you said, ten to twelve years. One more thing in this game, uh, Debo Samuel had a had a huge game against the Titans. I think week sixteen. I think is that game. I think he had about 160, 170 yards. I do think Jamar Chase can do some damage against the secondary. It might be in a come from behind uh, second half effort, but over 75 and a half yards for Chase. I love that as well as an, a, another prop to to potentially. That's his receiving out. yards. Yep. Oh, I I would I would hammer that all day. Like it. Saturday night. This game's going to be great. And uh, probably say that about the next three games. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers at the Green Bay Packers. Packers favored by five and a half in this game, over under at 47. The bets are at 55% on Green Bay side, but the money is heavy, heavy, heavy on the San Francisco 49ers at 68%. So sharp money coming in on the Niners. Um, a couple notes in this game, of course, uh, Jimmy G coming off some some sort of shoulder sprain from all indications he's been fine in practice. Um, I don't know if there's going to be any sort of limitations with him uh, throwing the ball this game. Um, Fred Warner has an ankle injury. Uh, you know, Nick Bosa had that concussion, of course. Um, so there are some injuries that the Niners are, are fighting through. Um, and on the other side of the ball, you have the Packers who have, were just dominant this season and led by Aaron Rodgers fighting through the offseason turmoil, uh, fighting through that ugly week one loss to the Saints when they looked dead. And, um, this team at home, it's it, it's it's a it, it's it's a tough uphill climb. However, if there's any team that could match up and play that kind of brand of football and and play tough on the road, it feels like it could be the 49ers. Um, Scott, thoughts on this game? Okay. Um, first off, it is t- tough, tough to go into Green Bay this time of the year and win. Right. San Francisco plays in a nice, warm environment. Uh, You're going into Green Bay and there is going to be a significant advantage for Green Bay weather wise. Second off. Aaron Rodgers, to me, this year. With the long haired hippie look and and the the. uh, Kind of the attitude that I've seen from him both towards the team and and different things. I don't believe anything's going to stop Aaron Rodgers this year, right? I think he's one of the most sensitive quarterbacks in the NFL, coupled with one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And I think he's going to use that as fuel this year. I think he's used it as fuel this whole year. And I don't think that San Francisco is going to stop him. And I certainly don't think anybody else is going to stop him either. Um, I, I think Green Bay is going to win this game handily. I know it's five and a half, which is a lot of points, uh, especially in a, in a playoff game. But I think that Green Bay is going to win this game by 10 or more points. I think it's going to be a statement by Aaron Rodgers. And I don't think that there's a lot that San Francisco can do to stop it. Wow. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's speaking with a lot of conviction. I could hear it in your voice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I think you can see it in Aaron Rodgers. And, and the thing is that his talent level has never been questioned except for by everybody that talks to Aaron Rodgers. You, you know what I mean? So I, I, I just think he has a chip on his shoulder about a mile and a half high, 
And I don't think that that anything short of of um, angels coming down from heaven are going to stop him from 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 making his run. Johnny, I want to give you a couple numbers, and then we'll, we'll get your take on this game. Jimmy Garoppolo is thirteen and five straight up as an underdog. Kyle Shanahan is nine and four outright as an underdog in the postseason. Aaron Rodgers historically zero and three against the 49ers in the postseason. Uh, the 49ers, the best team in the NFL in red zone conversion rate at 67%, and the Packers are a bottom three defense in the red zone defensively. Do any of those numbers matter to you? And uh, let us know what side you're on here. Yeah, I think they absolutely do matter. And, you know, you, you, you look at it. It's January. It's Saturday night. It's Lambeau Field. I mean, I, exactly what Scott says. I mean, this is this is Aaron Rodgers at his finest. You know, he's 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 a, the master motivator of himself. You know, to figure out ways to to play well. But I think they they drew the worst possible matchup in San Francisco. First, they you know Kyle Shanahan is in the top level of, of uh, NFL head football coaches. Garoppolo, he he plays. You know, he's he's probably one. You know, one of the worst remaining quarterbacks. But he's they they play this very sticky kind of way where they just kind of hang on, and you just you can't get rid of them. And you know, I, I think with their run game, um, with that defense, that if they're healthy, they're going to be a little bit better. And, and I heard Bose is actually practicing, so he's. Uh, cleared concussion protocol, at least the, the, the initial s- steps to be able to play. Um, everything wants me, wants, want, you know, I want to say that the Packers hammer them just like what Scott says, but the 49ers though, they could be that sticky team and they're going to just kind of hang on. And they've got, you know, Debo Samuel who, who can run the ball. He could, he could catch it. They've got a, you know, an elite tight end, they they've got good pieces, and I think they're gonna I think they're gonna hang in there. When the game uh, when it opened um, over the weekend, it opened at uh, um, Green Bay six and a half. And I think it's where all the sharp money came in because they bet they hammered the 49ers on that, and then it immediately dropped. I think even before it was available to us on our you know our DraftKings and other sportsbook apps, it actually dropped to six or five and a half where it sits right now. And I think if it gets to gets back to six and a half, I think you've I don't. I don't think you, you. You know, you'd be you know foolish to bet San Francisco here just because of that. Now, will will San Francisco win? Probably not. You know, probably not. But I mean, I could see this game going down to a a, a last possession here. You know, where it's tied or or San Francisco's up one or two, and you know, there's there's a minute fifteen to go on the clock, and and Aaron Rodgers has got the ball, and where he's got to make a game winning drive. So. I think that's where this is going to kind of go. Everything points towards Packers, but I just, I just, I wouldn't feel good laying that many points against Kyle Shanahan. And I think those numbers, I think Garoppolo's numbers as well against the spread, and and really again, you know, them against uh, uh, the Niners there, or actually the Packers against the Niners, um, you know, just makes me makes me think I gotta bet San Francisco here. The, the weather is expected to be around five degrees. Wind chill, zero, probably below zero, 10 to 20 mile an hour per wind. I sound like Zach given a uh, weather uh, yeah. w- weather projection, but I think it does matter here. Um, you know, guys, when I, when I saw the four games, I knew exactly who I was picking in three of the games. And this was the one where I had to think about it, and, and uh, especially with the line, because I do agree with Johnny that six – if it, if it if it's if it's five and a half or six, I like I like the Niners. Part of me is a little worried that Jimmy G playing in that kind of weather, um, he might have some trouble with that. Um, he's going to give you one or two. What the fuck is he doing? Throws. Uh, he did it last week against the Cowboys when everything was going their way and kind of let him back in the game. It's the Carson Wentz effect where you get two or three a game where he's just going to give it to you on a silver platter. Can you take advantage of it? Um, however, I, 
I know what my eyes saw last week. That offensive line dominated the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, Elijah Mitchell was, he looked really good. And I think Debo Samuel might be, he might be like the best player in football, offensive weapon in football right now. Uh, he's terrifying. And the uh, best? I, I'm just, I, he might be, he might be the best right now, the offensive weapon in football. I mean, he is devastating. And, mm-hmm. um, he can do it all. I mean, he'd be a top five running back, it looks like. I mean, he has natural running back instincts, and uh, I've been super impressed. I, I just I, I just think they can, can potentially run the ball against, I think, a suspect Packers defense. I think they can tr- control the clock. It's the classic recipe of keep that dominant quarterback off the field, run the ball, and, and play just solid defense. And try to slow down Rodgers as much as I can. I agree with Johnny. I don't know if they're going to win this game. I think they're equipped to win this game, but it's a big ask for them to win this game on the road. But I do love uh, taking the Niners to cover here. Um, uh, Scott, do you have any concerns about the Packers' defense slowing down that that dominant Niner running game? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Let me put it this way. I've got four children. I'm willing to sacrifice one of them on going to the bank and getting some extra money to go lay on uh, the Packers to win this game. I, I understand everything that everybody's saying about the 49ers. It's Jimmy Garoppolo. It's Jimmy Garoppolo, right? We were talking at the beginning of the year whether he's even going to be playing for the 49ers, at, you know, at the end of the year. I, what are we, they t- ten and seven? Were they, were they ten and seven the regular season? Is that, is that their their record? Yeah, I think I'm right. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, you, they they barely beat a, a Dallas team that had 14 penalties and did everything they could possibly do to kill themselves. And they're going into Green Bay with. Who I assume is going unless somebody is mad because he he said he was uh, vaccinated when he wasn't vaccinated. He's going to win the MVP again this year in a in a cold environment. I don't know why we're even trying to make any argument for San Francisco winning this game at all. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm going to go get some extra money. And put on this, and at the end of the day, you're going to say, Scott, you were right, you were right, you were right on this game. Well, the question was, are, are they, it wasn't, are they going to win this game? Or are they going to cover the five and a half? Because oh, they're going to cover. You, and you can have. And I'm you can, going to, at the end of the, I only wish I could bet you guys on the game right head up, you know, on the game. Maybe we will oh, after after the podcast. Is over. Oh, I'd, be, I'd, I'd be glad to engage in some negotiations there. I was going to say, right. if you want, if you want to take that Packers money line at minus two thirty five, then you can go ahead. But I'll take the the Niners at the plus five and a half, and if it gets to six, I, I will be all in on that because that's a key number, and uh, I I just I, I know what my eyeballs saw and it. Last week, yeah, they, they they had some mistakes there in the second half, but they they left a lot of points on the table in the first half of that game. That that could have been a total blowout. And as much as you want to bang on Jimmy G, and, and I have done my share of that as well, um, he's he's kind of saved this this team uh, the last four or five weeks. And he came through the last week against the Rams in a clutch situation when they were. They looked dead in the water that game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, do, do I trust him more than Aaron Rodgers? No. Do I trust him to make enough plays to make this a close game? I, I do. I think I do. And I, I think Johnny's with me on it as well. So, uh, yep. we'll, well, go ahead. No, I, I, I understand both of you are on that side, and we'll talk afterwards on our little side bet. And, uh, and I, I, I'm going to be going to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Barnett going to the bank early in the morning to put money on the Packers. Uh, Sunday, three o'clock, the Los Angeles Rams are going to the defending champions, Tampa Bay Bucks. The Bucks are favored by three currently, over under at 48 and a half in this one. 
Uh, I lost my spot on the, on the bets here. I'll get that in a second. Um, so the Rams coming off a game where it's, it's really weird to even give any analysis uh, on that game against the Cardinals because the Cardinals self-destructed in that first half. Uh, Kyler looked awful. Cliff Kingsbury, finally, my, my, my season-long prophecy finally got fulfilled. Thank you, Cliff. Um, so I don't, I, don't, I don't know what to take from that game other than I do feel like the Rams are gathering some momentum here. Um, that defensive line is looking scary. Um, the acquisition of Von Miller is going to prove to be very valuable uh, this postseason. Matt Stafford finally got some sort of monkey off his back and won a playoff game. Um, and offensively, uh, Cam Akers, I, I couldn't believe how good he looked the other night. And that, that provides an element to that team that makes them really tough to defend because it makes them not so one-dimensional. Uh, Beckham looks good. And, of course, Cooper Cup, the, who I think should be the MVP of the league. Um, that I, I, I just think this Rams team is gathering momentum. Johnny, what do you think? They, they're definitely playing a lot better. Uh, I, you know, but they kind of, they didn't really back in. I mean, I know they, they won the division based on really the, the Cardinals being the, you know, the Cardinals, but they're a good team. They're the, the acquisitions that they made with, with Beckham and, and Von Miller really, you know, really paid off uh, um, this, this last week here. It'll be, this is an interesting matchup though, because if you can get to Tom Brady, and you could you could get him, you know, rush him up the middle. He has proven that that is where he struggles the absolute most. Now, yeah, that's that happens with most quarterbacks, but that is that is his thing is is getting uh, pressure up the middle, and that's something that uh, I think the the Rams can end up doing there. Um, I think a lot of this game is going to lie in the hands of how well Matthew Stafford plays. I mean, you know, I as a as a you know lifelong Lions fan and watching a lot of his games, there has been a lot of times where he's just come out flat or um, you know just inefficient and just you know where he's not not crisp at all in that first half, and then he's he's having to play catch up and you know in the latter part of the game there, and I and you can't do that against Tom Brady obviously, but you know I, I see the game at uh, three point spread, and um, you know I don't think that's that's too bad. And I'd like to have a conviction either way on it because of, of Stafford, but, you know, watching him as, as much as I have over the years, I, I really don't feel good about them winning this game. Um, I think they're going to keep it close. Cause I think that team is, is outstanding. And I mean, they're well coached and, you know, the roster is really good and, and, and really they've got the better, you know, set of receivers at this point by far. So I, I think that's going to be, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a big deal. Now, if I, I'm still very, very undecided on this game. I'm not, pro I'm probably not going to fade Tom Brady though in the playoffs. I just, I just can't do it. Now, whether they can cover the three points though, again, I think this is going to come down to one of the teams is going to, you know, uh, be up to up, up one or something like that in the last minute drive here. And I think it's going to be a, uh, a one score game late. Um, so right now, you know, if it sits at three, I'm probably going to have to, to lean Rams. Um, if it jumps to two and a half though, or gets to two, I think I, I you know, I'm going to go Tom Brady in this case, but that that this one though is is I, I'm I'm torn because like I said it's it's going to depend a lot on him and you know sometimes you don't get you know you get the MVP candidate you know in the first few games when he was when he played for the Rams or do you get the middle of the season thing when he was throwing three interceptions a game so you know we'll have to wait and see how that one kind of goes I think be very careful on this one and just watch where the line's at and I I think it's going to be. I mean, it's going to be about in that uh, Tampa Bay by two. Um, one bet I do like, and of course, like I've talked about Stafford here, is is fading him. Uh, he's minus one thirty five um, to throw an interception. I, I think it, you know, it just seems like that's kind of inevitable. Inevitable. So 
I, I probably will bet that. And I have done that throughout the season. Um, not every week, but, but a lot of weeks, cause he, he'll tend to get in that gunslinging mode and, you know, throw a bad pass over the middle or something like that, or overthrow a guy. But that's kind of what I'm leaning there. It's, it's going to be close. I think it's going to end up being a good game though. The, the Bucks had a couple injuries on their offensive line that are pretty concerning to me. Um, Tristan Wirfs, their right tackle, he um, he had a couple different really instances. Bad. Yeah, really bad. He's in a walking boot. Um, Bruce Arians still saying he has a chance to play. I, I don't know if he plays, if that's a good thing. Uh, Ryan Jensen, uh, their center, also got injured against the Eagles, and he's questionable. Um, I think those are really key um uh question marks for this game though against a a Rams defensive line that's uh you know got the best defensive player of the last 10 years in Aaron Donald and obviously we know Brady is very reliant on that offensive line protecting him because of his lack of mobility uh one way we've seen Brady kind of get got over the last few years is if you can rush him up the middle um, so I do have some concerns there for the Bucks. Um, uh, Scott's thoughts on this game. Can, can Tom Brady at age 44, is that correct? Is he 44? Yeah. Um, is, can he continue to pile up these, these playoff wins and just continue to amaze everyone and, and get this thing done this weekend? Can he? Yes. I, um, I believe so, but let me first apologize to Matt Stafford. We, we were talking earlier about what quarterbacks are better uh, than Joe Burrow, and I didn't even mention Stafford, and and I apologize greatly because did you uh, need to? Well, I think I think I need to because I, I I know Stafford spent a lot of time with with Detroit and stuff like that, but. It, Stafford in most generation of quarterbacks would have been one of the best that played in his era. You know what I mean? He just happened to play in an era that had the all-time greatest quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. Uh, And the way Stafford is playing right now is as good as I've seen him play his whole career. Uh, Now it helps when you got Cooper Cup and, 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 but he's had some great wide receivers before. But let me say this. The Rams have already beaten the Bucs this season, right? right. Yep. In, in fact, the Rams are 2-0 and against the Bucs with Brady. Since Brady's come to the Bucs, the Rams are 2-0 and against them. I, I, I wrote this down. Brady, in those two games, Brady has three touchdown passes and two interceptions. He's thrown for 648 yards and got sacked four times. In those two games, the Brown, the Rams have just found a way to, to throw him off, right? So, as much as I love Tom Brady, and I didn't always love Tom Brady, you know this. I, I was a big Colts fan, a big Peyton Manning fan. Uh, for so the first ten years of, of Tom's career, I hated the guy. Uh, then the next few years, I begrudgingly respected him. And now I've come around to thinking that how great it is we got to see the greatest quarterback that ever played the game. And and I I still have a Peyton Manning. I have a piece of him in my heart. Uh, but but you cannot deny that Brady is the best quarterback that ever played in the NFL. There's just no denying that. All of that being said, this is not the year for him. I I, I believe that that the the Rams have, have went all in this year. And I believe that they've got the team that, that can beat anybody. And I certainly think as dilapidated as, as Tampa Bay is now that they are going to in this game. Um, in fact, there's another stat I wrote down. The Rams are three and one this year as underdogs as well. So on the betting line, uh, the Rams have covered three out of one. The only time that they didn't cover was against the uh, Packers in week 12, that, where they were seven-point underdogs, and, and uh, of course, they got hammered. But other than that, they they, they covered against the Seahawks, they covered against the Bucks, and they covered against the Cardinals. Um, so I, my money, as tough as it is going against Tom Brady, 
uh, my money is on the Rams. That was, you know, as a, as a Colts fan, that was, I was really, it was really beautiful to hear you come all the way around on Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was hard. It was hard to that really warmed my heart. Um, by the way, guys, 57% of the bets are on the Rams. 65% of the money is, is on the Bucks here. Um, I, I think something that's not being discussed enough in this game and might be overlooked is aren't the Bucks on like their fifth, fifth and sixth string cornerbacks and their secondary is decimated. Remember when they were like, Oh man, I'm glad Richard Sherman's playing because you know, our, I'm like, Oh my God, like that's a concern. If you're happy, Richard Sherman is playing. Cause he's, he's not, he's not 2015 Richard Sherman. This guy's done. And, um, so I think that's a real concern in this game when, I mean, I'm telling you, Odell Beckham looks like five years ago, Odell Beckham, he looks revitalized in this, this offense. He looks good. He, he, he's tough to cover. And I just, I just really have some questions on both sides of the ball for the Bucks with their injuries on offense. Um, you know, Fournette's a question mark. I'm not necessarily concerned about him playing or not, but you could essentially just, put Jalen Ramsey on Mike Evans, right. And try to take him out of the game. And, um, and, and then what are you left with, with, with the Bucks? I mean, you have Grok, of course you have Cameron great, um, but you have a lot of younger wide receivers. Um, I mean, is Scotty Miller going to, going to be good? I, I just don't know. Um, so for a lot of those reasons, I'm, I'm also taking the Rams plus three. Um, and, and I really think, the the money line at plus one fifteen is in play. If this game somehow drops to two and a half, and you like the Rams, I think you should just take the money line and, and not worry about the two the plus two and a half. But I love the three. I love the momentum of this team, um, and you know there's there's a I think there's a good chance at least one underdog wins in, in these four games. I think the Rams probably have the best chance to do that, and. Uh, this isn't a fading Tom Brady thing. This is just a fading a, a Buccaneers team that is kind of kind of feeling it injury wise. They've endured the Antonio Brown mess, and um, there's only well, so know, much. It, it just doesn't feel like it's last year, you know. And they're they're trying to run it back. It's so hard to to repeat. I mean, you look at the the Chiefs even a few years ago, you know, when when they won the Super Bowl with Mahomes, and then they had the injuries, and you know he's running for his life in the you know, the AFC championship game or whichever game that was, you know, I, you're right. I think that's a, that's, that's a good point is that this feels like it's a worn out team um, around Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if he can overcome it. I, I think it's, um, I'm not sure what the weather calls for, but uh, I, I, I think, I think a lot of things just align in the Rams favor in this game. Uh, the finale Sunday night at six 30, I don't say this lightly. I think this might be the most anticipated non-Super Bowl playoff game in like the last 10 years. I mean, this, this is going to be awesome. Uh, the Bills coming off essentially a perfect game. It's like a pitcher pitching a perfect game um, last week against the Pats. Uh, going to KC and the dynasty that is Kansas City – I was really surprised, and I thought it was a bit disrespectful, honestly, that the Chiefs are only favored by two. I thought this should have been at least just a, the, your, your basic three-point uh, line. Um, I, I don't know if that's an overreaction by the books, you know, based off of what they saw last week with the Bills. Um, but uh, we can talk about that. Over-under at 53-and-a-half, of course, that's the biggest number on the board. 64% of the bets are on the Chiefs. 79% of the money is on the Buffalo Bills. So this game is being hammered hard by the Sharps. They love the Bills. Scott, what's your thoughts here? Wow, what a game. I, I mean, I, I, I agree. If, if this was if this was the Super Bowl, I think we'd all be spectacularly happy with, with the product that was going to be put on. This is going to be just a, a game. I don't... As much as I, I like defense and I and I like uh, a grinded out game like the Titans do, man, this is going to be an exciting offensive game. I don't know that either team can stop either team. Um, I, I think 
I don't know who's going to win the game, but I'm going to bet the over all day long. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I can't, I cannot, I think it's going to go down to who has the ball last. And I believe that somebody's going to have a four point advantage. Then the other team's going to get the ball with 38 seconds left in the game. They're going to run it down and score a touchdown with three seconds left in the game and win by three. Who that is, I can't tell you uh, because it's just both teams are so spectacular. Both teams have, have playmakers all across the field. Both teams have great quarterbacks. Uh, both teams are built to win. Um the, my money is going to go on the over, and that's the only. I, I'd love to be out, and be able to tell you guys who's going to win this game. I just can't. I, I maybe you guys can. I can't. So you're not, you're not picking a side. Is that what I'm hearing? I, I can't. If, <laughs> if I, if I was picking a side with my heart, I'd, I'd go with Buffalo because you know they haven't been there for a long time, uh, and and I, I feel for. Them. I mean, they live in Buffalo for goodness sakes. So, so I, 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 they've been in a, a division with New England that's dominated for 15 years. Uh, so my heart goes for Buffalo, um, but my money is not going to follow. I, I, I'm not going to touch the, the win-loss on this. I'm, I'm going to bet all of my money on the over. You know, I can't blame you for – for for that two offenses that are dominant they're dynamic like you said there's there's playmakers and talent all over the field and uh two great play callers uh uh that have designed offenses that suit the quarterback's talents what a crazy idea who would ever think to do that um johnny two uh, two basically aliens starting as a quarterback in this game uh, and Pat Mahomes and, and Josh Allen, who continually just is awesome to watch. It's so much fun to watch both of these guys play football. Um, can you imagine being a fan of either one of these teams and just, just watch the scoreboard light up like it does? Well, no, I literally can't being a Lions fan. I mean, you know, you look at, you know, I set, the, I set that up the, for you. I know, but all the misery and everything like that, I just, I, I, I wouldn't even know what to say, but no, this is going to be, you know, I think we're going to see three good games leading up to this one. And this is just going to be the, the icing on the cake here. Um, I would agree with Scott that this is going to be a tough, tough one to, to take a side on. I mean, you look at, you look at two of the best quarterbacks in the game. Um, you know, they, they could move the ball at will. Um, one thing I do worry about a little bit is as perfect as that Bills offense was. I mean, like you said, they were they were perfect. And can they do that two weeks in a row? I mean, it's not, you know, you, you get in that rhythm and, and where they were just, you know, they just kind of own the 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 game against the New England Patriots. Can that can teams do that multiple weeks in a row? And you know, usually with better quarterbacks and better players, you can you can repeat that uh, the the rhythm and the play calling and and the game plan that uh, you know from game to game. But I think it's going to be a little bit more of a struggle there. Um, and it also depends on you know Kansas City moving the ball and, and scoring as well because you know it seemed like the, you know in that first game that the Bills would score and then. New England would go three and out or they, they give the ball back quickly. So it was kind of easy for them to ride that momentum. Um, one thing that you've got to look at is, is whether Clyde Edwards Hilaire is going to play for, uh, uh, for the chiefs. He was a full participant at practice yesterday. So it's believed that he will play. And typically that offense hums a little bit better when he's, um, you know, when he's playing running back there. So can I interrupt? Yes. Did, did you watch Jarek McKinnon play Sunday night? Against yeah. Yeah. He was he he was he was awesome. Like, yes. He was he was the best player on offense that night. I, well, I mean, somewhat, but I, I I he looked better than I've ever seen Clyde Edwards Hilaire look. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he did. You know, and and I mean, McKinnon had a couple good bust out games again when he was with what the the Vikings or something like that back in the right. day, and and kind of yeah. probably you know, against the Bears, their, yeah, 
that's right against against Chicago, and you know, I, and I think whichever team can run the ball well, um, you know, is really going to uh, have the upper hand here because you know I think both teams will be able to pass it. They're going to be able to move the ball at will, but it's it's going to be about controlling the clock and and keeping the other you know keeping your defense off the field. And it might end up going to where we're we're looking at a last minute type thing going into the fourth quarter there. So I do like the over. I don't love the over, but I like it. Um, I'm not sure what the weather's looking like in Kansas City there, but if it's going to be windy or whatever, then you know that's got to be adjusted. But it's got a high total, so I would imagine that the the forecast is pretty good. But two great quarterbacks. Um, I'm going to lean. Um, I'm going to. I've I've actually had. I was leaning Bills actually earlier in the day, but then the more I thought about it is, can they play this well this week as they did last week? And plus, it wasn't it, they played them on a Sunday or Monday night, um, Bills at Chiefs earlier this season, and Josh Allen was just unbelievable. He was running it. He was throwing it. Uh, he pretty much just dominated the game himself, and, you know, is that something that uh, Kansas City is going to end up making adjustments for and everything like that? I absolutely think they do, and it's so hard to beat a team like that twice in a row and to go on the road like that. So I'm I'm leaning right now Chiefs, but again, I I, I can kind of go either way, and I could see both ways. So this one might be just a total bet, and and looking at some of the props right now, it's Chiefs, but uh, I, I could change in a day or two. So right now you're leaning Chiefs. Right now I'm leaning Chiefs. Okay. Um, the Chiefs have been a work in progress all year. I mean, first half of the season they were trying to figure things out. Mahomes looked rough. He looked like he was forcing the issue. Teams were defending them a little different. They were they were basically taking away the home run pass and 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 making them go underneath. It took them a while to adjust to that, but it feels like they've really gotten into a groove the last four or five weeks. Um, and, and Buffalo also, toward the end of the season, their offense, had they had some games where Josh Allen just didn't look right. And I think even on one of the podcasts, I said, man, he he was much better last year. Um, but we know in the NFL, and guys, we've seen it the last few years, like it, it's all about just getting right at the right time. And, you know, obviously both of these teams – are, are getting, they've gotten right offensively at the right time. Um, I think there's a good chance this is this game gives you the Super Bowl winner. Um, I, I'm not. I, I know. I know Johnny. You and I have talked. You're you're kind of big on the Green Bay thing. Green I'm Bay. not. I'm not as much on Green Bay. It sounds like Scott is like he's putting his mortgage uh, tomorrow <laughs> on Green Bay winning the Super Bowl. I'm not One sold. Of the kids. One I'm of the not. Kids. Yeah, that's actually that, – that, that'd pay off better probably. <laughs> I, I'm not sold on it, uh, on the Green Bay thing. I, I really have some questions about their defense, but uh, as I talked about earlier, but I, I really feel like there's a good chance that the Super Bowl winner is the winner of this game. Um, I also know what I've seen in the playoffs for the past three years now with watching Patrick Mahomes, and I can't – I can't and won't go against them until I see differently. And that's where I'm headed in this game. Again, I think it was a, a touch disrespectful to the Chiefs um, to not give them the full three points. Um, who knows? With uh, athletes and teams these days, they use the disrespect card uh, so strongly and usually unwarranted. But uh I just, I just think the Chiefs will get it done here. I, I just trust them. I've seen it enough where I, I, I won't go against them until I see otherwise. Um, so I'd lay the two. I'd take the Chiefs here. Um, Mahomes will get to his fourth straight conference title game and, uh, uh, you know, start a, a mini dynasty that's, that's rivaling what Brady did early in his career. Um, so I think that's where I'm going with that one. Um, I don't touch the totals that high. I would lean under, but I, I just would not mess with it if it were me. Um, so in the over, I bet the over, the Bills by themselves average 29 and a half points per game this year. That's just the Bills themselves playing the field. 
they can't be stopped and neither can Kansas city at this point. I, I man, the pick of the game. I, the, I, I waffle back and forth. I was thinking Josh Allen. I mean, did you see him last week? Five touchdown passes. And then you see Patrick Mahomes running all over the place and throwing the ball from in, inside of his foot around his neck and through four players. And I, I don't know. Oh man. You got, you got Travis Kelsey on one side and Dawson Knox on the other side. You got Stephon Diggs on one side. And, and I mean, it's just, it's going to be an incredible game. I, I don't care if you like football, you're going to like this game, but bet the over. Two more reasons. I'm taking the chiefs. I, I, Johnny, I'm really glad you brought that up. The bills won, I think week three or four at Kansas city. I think it's, I mean, it's really hard for the same team to win on the road and beat the same team twice the same season. I really believe in that logic. And I don't know, Chiefs Chiefs got some swagger back last week as well. They were doing that thing where Travis Kelsey was throwing touchdown passes. Uh, They were throwing touchdown passes to linemen. They were kind of just like toying around and – uh, you know, throwing uh, under underhanded shovel passes for touchdowns. I mean, it is almost like they got the fun edge back that, that we've seen for two or three years now. They were playing the Pittsburgh Steelers, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. God, thank God I don't have to watch Ben Roethlisberger take another drop back uh, going forward. No. Um, guys, last exercise that I want to I want to go for here is uh, DraftKings has a um, – uh, a touchdown scoring uh, boost this weekend. Um, I want to choose a touchdown scorer for each of the four games, and I want to see what that looks like. Tell me who's going to score in the Bengals Titans. Uh, if uh, Derrick Henry, what is what a surprise pick? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to go safe, you go Derrick Henry. Um, uh, the other guy would be. Uh, uh, Jamar Chase. Let's let's do Chase at plus one forty. We're gonna throw okay. that. We're gonna start a parlay there. Scott, give me a touchdown score in the 49ers Packers game. Uh well, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> is is he running one in? Yes, he's gonna run one in. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can get on board with Aaron Rodgers scoring a, a rushing touchdown. What about? He what, doesn't what, do it ever. Is that what you're saying? Uh, was he done it like three times this season? I know he did it yeah, against the Bears. Yeah. Yeah, I know he did it against the Bears because that's when he said he owned the team because he, he owned them at that point. Yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> which, was, which was very <laughs> true. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's going to do whatever it takes, and I, I, I believe he's going to score a rushing touchdown. I'm I'm overruling you, and I'm taking Aaron Jones at plus 100. <laughs> so we got Chase Jones, touchdown scorer in the Rams. Bucks, Johnny. I think you got to go Odell. I mean, Cup is the obvious guy, but I think he. I think Stafford loves Odell from the five. I mean, he just throw that back shoulder or let you know throw that fade. Just let him jump up and 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 play that those those weak uh, Tampa Bay cornerbacks and fight for the ball, which he'll get it most of the time. I, I love that at plus 160. Uh, Odell Beckham, first wow, touch. Wow, plus 160? Plus 160 and anytime touchdown. I love it yeah. as well. Uh, Odell came through for me uh, Monday night, first touchdown. Thank you, sir, plus 1,200. That hit. Scott finishes off touchdown score in the Bills Chiefs. The Bills Chiefs, I think you've got to go with Kelsey. I, I, th- I th- he's a touchdown machine. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know anybody can stop him. So I think you got to go Kelsey as, as the, as the guarantee. Travis Kelsey to score in that game is minus one ten. That four leg parlay is at plus twenty two eighty two with a twenty five percent boost. Will be somewhere in the neighborhood of plus twenty eight hundreds. There, nice. there it is. That's the four leg touchdown parlay that we're going to go with. Uh, all right, guys. Appreciate you guys coming on, talking about the division round. This is going to be a great weekend. Best best weekend of football, I think, of the year here. I, I couldn't agree with more. I, I'm not uh, 
I'm not going to go anywhere. Uh, I'm watching football all weekend. Don't give me a call. Don't uh, don't text me. Don't do anything. I'm just watching football. I'm ignoring all my work calls, so I'm I'm good. I'll watch. Right. <laughs> the only time you'll hear from me, Scott, is when Jimmy G is uh, slinging it down the field to Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and they got a seven nothing lead early in that game. That's when I'll let you, I'll, you'll hear from me. <laughs> <laughs> all the money you have on the Packers. Uh, yep, mortgage your, your mortgage on the Packers, according to Scott's. Uh, well, thanks for listening uh, to your best bets. And uh, also, once again, uh, check out our YouTube channel, uh, Your Best Bet there. All of our podcasts are also video casts as well going forward. Um, appreciate everyone listening, supporting the show. We will see you next week. Bye.